there's a lot of communities where central to everything that they care about is the safety of those that are a part of those communities. Uh, it doesn't matter whether you turn the news on uh, in the evening or you open up a newspaper or you look around on social media, uh, quite a lot of the content is centred around safety and safety of the community. Well, Toowoomba uh, does something about that. They call it the Safer Toowoomba Regional Partnerships Incorporated. To have a chat about that, we have Councillor Jeff McDonalds of the Toowoomba Regional Council on the line. How are you, Jeff? G'day, Andrew. Very well, thank you. Yeah, look, we also have Daryl Nicholson. He's an advocate for Toowoomba, and we chat with him weekly, and he's going to have a chat with uh, Jeff about the Toowoomba Regional Partnerships. How are you going, uh, Daryl? Oh, mate, uh, going really well, Andrew. Thanks for asking. It's been a busy weekend, and um, lots of events happening in Toowoomba and Sandhills, and um, we'll cover that off a bit later on. But, um, mate, I was very fortunate enough in 2017 to sit on the uh, Safer Toowoomba Regional Partnerships and um, get involved in there, and uh, through Chairman Jeff, we've done a bit of work and I'm, I'm sort of more promoting uh, what goes on in Toowoomba but I just want to introduce Jeff and just um, ask Jeff to just explain how the Safer Toowoomba Regional Partnerships came together. Good morning Jeff. Yeah, g'day Daryl, good on you mate. Yeah, no, and more than happy for you to keep coming along too, your input's valuable and as is all the, the members that come along, we have a variety of groups, we've got uh, the police, corrective services, uh, the health sector, the education sector, Aboriginal Torres Strait Islander area, the homeless area, um, people involved in drugs and alcohol uh, as far as the uh, prevention of. Um, so we've, we've got a broad cross-section of the community that come together on a monthly basis just as a, a networking uh, event, I guess, more so than anything. But we do quite often we troubleshoot different areas and mm. by the end of that two-hour meeting um, there's often a solution found which is is the power of community working together to solve community issues it's great isn't it and the, the safer Toowoomba regional partnerships objective is to make our region a safer and healthier place to live and if i can just touch um first off with the cameras that are installed in, in Toowoomba and world-leading cameras and uh, keeping the cbd and the safe night district safe can you tell us a bit about the work adam's been doing on that yeah, look, it, it's and and that was probably the the genesis, I guess, for Safer Toowoomba Regional Partnerships, Daryl, because um, Safer Toowoomba Regional Partnerships, or we might call it STRP, just for for way of uh, yeah. ease of getting through it. STRP really kicked off in in the, the year two thousand, so it's been going for twenty years this year. But the mm-hmm. the genesis of that was actually around the city safe cameras, and uh, at, at the time it was the the mid two thousand uh, mid nineteen nineties, I guess, close to nineteen ninety actually when it all kicked off and there was some untoward activity that was happening in our CBD and, mm. and the, 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 uh, the, the various stakeholders in the CBD uh, got together, be it the, uh, the, hospi- the hospitality areas or the, the police and also council and, and came up with a, a solution of, of using a digital radio network that goes through the various venues uh, to alert people of, of activities that were happening and, uh, and mm. also the introduction of of uh, which were then analog cameras, and now of course they're they're digital in a rollout that we've had over the last couple of years. So uh, we are well catered for in the safe night precinct, um, so much so that now we have little plaques on the ground uh, mm-hmm. in the footpaths, which which show people a, a clear way to walk um, where that where they have got some level of surveillance over them for that um, that distance, which is makes people feel safe. I mean, one of the the outcomes of of a recent survey we've done is that. 
69% of people avoid certain areas in the Toowoomba region mm. at night. And and yep. these sorts of activities, um, once again, community helping each other, go a long way to alleviating some of that perception uh, and actually making sure that people feel safe because that's, that's the first priority is that you feel safe. Otherwise, people won't venture out. And the nighttime economy, whether it's in Toowoomba or other parts of the, the nation, is, is critically important for a lot of these places to stay open and to employ people and and all that flows through the uh, through through the society. Yeah, and look, I can uh, testify to that. I sit on the front door of the Toowoomba Sports Club. I listen to the communication between uh, Toowoomba Police and all the venues, and um, mate, they're really onto it. And this can definitely assure you in Toowoomba at night time it is safe, and you can have a safe night out. In May uh, 2018, Jeff, the Toowoomba region was awarded the national accreditation by the Australian Safe Communities Foundation. Can you tell us a bit of a story about that and how we? We got one of those accreditations. There's only six in this region, I believe. Yeah, the six in Australia, and, and it's uh, it's actually an international accreditation, and it, it was around about a three year process. Actually, it, it took some time, and and it started with a, a perceptions versus reality study from the University of Southern Queensland, just to just to work out what um, w- whether there was substance to perception as opposed to the the figures that were coming through police and 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 hospitals in regard to the the actual data, and it proved that there, although that the, that you know we're not immune. To, to some undesirable activity, we certainly were far greater or far better than what perception actually stated. So mm-hmm. that was one body of work. And then we set about seeing all the different areas that do uh, attribute to a safe and healthy community. And, and we got to a point where we thought, you know, there's so many different things that take place and organisations that are doing their bit to make it safe and healthy that we really should uh, really should showcase that at a level. So Pan Pacific Safe Community Designation is a is a nationally national body, but it actually stretches internationally. So we get mm-hmm. to network with places in New Zealand, the US, Canada, um, and, and other places in Australia to to look what they're doing. So it doesn't mean that you're you're immune to acti- undesirable activities, but what it does mm-hmm. do is say that we ha- actually have networks and organisations that are in place to actually deal with that and make it better and actually look at the prevention rather than the rather than the ambulance at the bottom of the cliff. So it's basically what we're trying to do in S- at an STRP level is is build that fence on the top of the cliff that, that doesn't enable people to fall off it. So mm-hmm. the safe community designation actually showcases the fact that we are a safe community, but more importantly, we're not resting on our laurels and we're actually doing things to even make it safer and a healthier place to, for people to live, learn, work and play. And it's good, isn't it? You you can share off with other uh, areas that have been got their same accreditation as well, and share experiences and, and learn from each other. Yeah, you can, and we have a sister city in New Zealand called Wanganui, which is actually a, a safe community designated area as well. And uh, although their political system is a little different, having no state level of government, um, it's still very much the same as far as, you know, th- they have the same desires as we all do to live in a safe and healthy mm. society. Uh, so there's some programs that they have over there that we've, we've already taken note of and, and could well be replicated in, uh, in a place like Toowoomba. Exactly, exactly. And the um, STRP, as you're saying, we get together once a month and mate, we've seen outcomes where um, Kay and, um, uh, you know, has had some problems with graffiti around town and all of a sudden there's another organisation there that's got paint that can help and, and then um, parole have, uh, pro- probation and parole are able to chip in as well. So it is really good how, how everyone comes together in these meetings each month. 
It is. It, it's a great example, as I said earlier, of, of a community actually helping a community to solve mm. social issues. Um, and, and you're right, we, we also manage uh, the Graffiti Stop program um, through the support, financial support of, of local government, the Toowoomba Regional Council, but mm-hmm. also through what's now called Community Corrections, which is the form of probation parole. Um, they mm-hmm. provide those that are on, on orders to, to do the clean-up. And then we network into our council infrastructure as well. So whether it's water towers, whether it's uh, park benches or seats that have graffiti, and then we can offer that service um, through, for free to the, to the local government. So it's actually saving our our community, our, uh, our ratepayers, every dollar for every cleanup that we have, we're saving them, saving dollars. So, um, And you can tell that we are a place that, that takes pride in where we live. In fact, the recent survey shows that 79% of people take pride in, the, in where they live right across our region. Mm. So that that is part of that, making sure that, you know, if there's unsightly graffiti that's offensive, then uh, then we, we get in about and clean it up. Um, so that's one example. The other the other uh, project, rather large one that we have, is the Heights Community Centre at, yep. uh, in yep. Wilsonton, Wine Drive. And um, mm-hmm. we're very fortunate through the state government that they've identified um, as, as we we keep um, saying to them that um, there is a need for uh, a, a more sophisticated centre out in that part of the world, and, and uh, we're very fortunate that the state government have seen that and will have a new centre built probably by around this time next year, I'd say, mm-hmm. that uh, it'll be close to being open. So um, that'll enable us to provide more services to that part of our region and, and uh, you know, around health literacy, around isolation, around making sure that people are, are actively engaged in some level of, of work, whether it's volunteering volunteer work or hopefully getting into paid work and, and off welfare and contributing to the society, which makes them feel better and, and makes the community better. Yeah, brilliant. Andrew, you're in the um, caboolture and the um, um, area down there. Have, is there anything similar running down your region there? Yeah. And, and what do you think of what we're putting together at the STRP? Oh, look, listening to this is very, very encouraging. Uh, Jody and myself, as you know, Daryl, we travel up into Toowoomba regularly. We absolutely love the place. We love the the nightlife. We've spent quite a bit of time, uh, you know, going around uh, more to food venues. We're not really uh, so much into the music and all of that sort of stuff, yeah, but yeah. Um, definitely enjoying the um, the food culture up there and, and um, being able to just, you know, what it's like, Daryl, you have a full meal and... Uh, once you've done that, you want to go for a bit of a walk, and it's a really nice sense to be able mm-hmm. to walk up that uh, main street and just be able to take it in. But I've got a couple of questions, Jeff. If you've got a, um, you know, a couple of young people, or maybe an individual that's, uh, you know, demonstrating a bit of antisocial behaviour, and your systems have detected that, what are some of the practical uh, steps that you take towards? Not just um, uh, snuffing that behaviour out at the time, but uh, correcting that behaviour of those individuals or maybe that group. Yeah, well, obviously there's there's the standard networks that are available through QPS, and and I have to say that the work that the police do and the emergency mm. services in in Toowoomba here is uh, you know second to none. They they do an absolutely tre- tremendous job with volunteers and policing, but also the community service polices that that are about. So they're 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 the first port of call. If it's if it's a of criminal nature, obviously then that's that's mm. the spot that people should go to. But we have we have wraparound services, youth services, and what have you. We've got a a very strong youth connect team within council um, that um, you know not a, not a large team but a very good team and and they uh, in fact they held or, or were part of holding the the state community development conference only last week where we had 
400 people from across the state and northern New South Wales, one from Tasmania and a few from other parts of Australia came and attended. And even at those, you can see that there's a sense of, of communities actually saying, well, look, we, we need to solve our own problems. So for those sorts mm. of youth that are found, we do have networks that are available through our, mm. our community groups. And quite often and not, or not, they, those folk will be known to one of those groups and they can they can act on it pretty quickly. But, you know, as I said from the outset, we're not immune to, to undesirable activity, but mm. what we do have is the support networks to actually help alleviate that. And quite often it's it's an underlining issue that, that's caused this. It's not necessarily act of, of criminal activity, it's an underlining issue. Mm. And, and this is where the social determinants of health, which was brought to the table by the executive director of the Toowoomba Hospital here, Shirley Ann Gardner, um, mm. just, just really stated that, you know, it's it's more so the postcode um, is a stronger predictor of, of your health than the, your genetic code. So a lot of right. these issues, if those young folks that you talk of, Andrew, were found, it's probably an underlying issue. It may well be that they've, they've, they've found themselves on the street. It may be that they've, um, you know, they've got into some sort of difficulty with with drugs or alcohol or whatever it may be and quite often once that information is found then we can find the right services for them and and they can become the strongest advocates for people doing the right thing in our community yeah jeff and also uh, being a toowoomba regional partnerships a partnerships um part of it if we can focus on that for a moment uh for businesses and you have new businesses from time to time. They're little family uh, businesses. Maybe those um, families haven't been involved in the CBD until they decide that they're going to put together, you know, whether it be the dress shop, the chip shop or uh, something else, uh, maybe a food venue. How do they get involved in this partnerships program? Yeah, look, it's a pretty straightforward process. It's not it's not really a, a very onerous task, I mm. have to say to you. We have through, um, in fact, you, they can get in contact us through uh, social media, through Facebook. We have a Safer Toowoomba Regional uh, partnership site. Um, my details are always readily available and we do have a secretary who mans an office for Tuesdays and Thursdays each week and um, they can be contacted even through the, the council 131872 number. Uh, but look, it's, it's really about making sure that people know that there are others out there that can help and quite often they've gone through exactly the same um, scenario that they're, they're feeling themselves in at the moment so we can all learn from each other and and I guess that is the that's the little gem that STRP and that networking each month provides because quite often as Daryl pointed out a problem might be brought to the table someone's already dealt with it somewhere along the line and, and they can share that um, one of the examples that we did actually just after when we got the accreditation in fact in uh, May of last year was a little support finder card um, that was produced by STRP and and, uh, and our partners and that was that was really a, a support finder card where people might be found um, whether they're in a park or, or wherever they are whether it's homelessness or or whatever the case may be and, and it has a whole lot of support services in, on a little easy to find card and we've found that to be very popular with agencies mm. as well handing those things out so they're they're a great little support and they're at all of our service centers across the Toowoomba Regional Council as well as at community groups so there is um, there, there's a willing group of people right across our community that can be there on call to help others uh, when they need that that support Jeff do you also find out there are other spin-off benefits uh, just through okay the focus of the group may be about a safer community and 
you're working hard towards that. But just because the businesses are naturally networking on that front, they're also getting other benefits just through simply that networking that may benefit other parts of their businesses and the broader community. Yeah, look, there's, there's no doubt, and I think you, you might have mentioned it even in your preamble at the start, Andrew, that everyone wants to live in a, in a safe and healthy community, and the University of Southern Queensland is a great example of that, as is mm-hmm. all the education places. But when you, when you look at the opportunities to, to attract um, people here, whether they're for education as a student or whether they're a, a professional, um, you know, the first thing that people will check is, is that place safe? Now, if, if they see straight away that we're a, a community that's received international safe accreditation, that we have an organisation like STRP in place that, that helps, um, you know, be proactive in, in that area, then all of that helps uh, attract people, whether it's, as I say, as a student or, or perhaps in a professional service. So there is a flow-on effect and, and quite often we'll see that, you know, the business community in particular, uh, there could be a call out to say, well, you know, we're after, after staff, it might be difficult to find a professional in in certain areas and and that's Uh that has been a conversation for some time now um that these sorts of promotions of what we're doing in strp certainly help that yeah look councillor for the toowoomba region uh jeff mcdonald thank you very much for your time for spending that with us the listeners uh daryl i think that's um quite informative for the community and maybe those that aren't aware of this um program being underway uh now might have a bit of an insight as to what goes on behind the scenes to make those uh streets safer the graffiti disappear and uh, the businesses come together and take it on as a community and definitely in a couple of weeks, Andrew, there'll be a launch of the survey from the USQ, which um, asked the Toowoomba community what was important to them. And I'll certainly be there, Jeff, when uh, the girls from the university launch that with uh, Toowoomba Regional Council. And, and uh, Andrew and myself would love to get involved in the promotion of that as well around the region, as well as Belinda Fairness from ABC and, and all the media organisations which do, which do a great job in our Toowoomba region.